0: Looking for something new in sci-fi or fantasy? Check out what Brandon Sanderson, Orson Scott Card, Nettie Okorafor, and others chose as the best news stories of the year in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. From 24 award-winning
1: authors and illustrators, plus art and writing tips, and bonus stories, L. Ron Hubbard
0: Presents Writers of the Future. Buy your copy at galaxypress.com, Amazon, or wherever books are sold. Good evening, everyone. Get out there and buy some books. so am leave it. will stop bugging me. Uh, <laughs> I'm so. Wait, how did that get up? That's just too bright. Uh, that is. Wait, we got to get rid of that. I can't. That's just too much for my eyesight. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Joe Mantello Show. You know we we're doing a lot of different shows these days. We got a new show that's going to be replacing this one. It's only for authors and illustrators. Uh, We do a lot with Writers of the Future, but then we have a lot of our own. We have several authors on the network themselves, and then a lot of them themselves are doing authors or illustrators. And uh, so we just want to give them a home where they can get the proper attention they need and not be shuffled around between the UFO shows and the news shows and stuff like that. Because it's hard sometimes when we have a guest on the news show and people start sending us in news. Because we're talking to the guests, but we're also reading the news at the same time, and every now and then something comes by, and you're like, "Oh man, I got to say something about this." Uh, you, you know, it's just one of those one of those things. But tonight we have the lovely and talented Miss Jody Lynn Nye, she is fabulous, by the way. I, I have watched her deal with people now for four seasons. She has, she, I don't know how she does it. She just she just puts them in their place. I shouldn't say it like that. I want to start no trouble or anything, but uh, she really handles the winners really well and there's so much more about this woman that we're going to get into as we get into the show, but her bio is up posted on all of our websites. So you can check them out there as well. Um, if you want to meet her in person, all I can tell you is submit and win. Uh you have to win. Yes. No, she's an author. She, she would be working with the authors. Actually her and Tim, uh, Tim usually do the class, at least the two classes I've sat through or the three classes I've sat through. And all I can say is it, it's Tim powers. I'm sorry. I didn't say his last name. I apologize. Um, they are something else. And and Tim goes off this way. And Joey's kind of like, all right, you're coming back over here. It's just, come on back this way now. And and it's there's such a wealth of information. I got to say, before I, I let you get on the mic, I got to say, because you, there's a couple of y'all that have really learned a lot. Because, you know, I've been being hounded for 30 plus years to write a book because all the research we do. And I'm like, uh, you know, I'm just. So um, I have learned a lot from y'all. I mean, a lot, Uh, enough to get 40, what I got, 44,000 words down now. Now, granted, I'm sure it needs to be seriously edited and seriously spell checked. But still, uh, you know, I didn't understand things like fillers, you know, how, how to, you know, I could I could get like the base of a story down, but I didn't know how to take it to the next level or next place or the the next adventure. I learned all of that from y'all. And the reason I'm bringing this up, ladies and gentlemen, if you can win and get there You may think you're a great author. When you leave this place, you will actually be a really good author. I'm not going to say great, but really, really good. Uh, And I'm expecting to see some really good sci-fi out of y'all, some good fantasy up in the near future. I have met a lot of these writers, um, and I got to say, there's a lot of talent there. I'm really looking for good things to come out. I keep in touch with as many as I can because I've met, what, 50 of them now. So that's a lot, plus the judges. But anyway, welcome, Jody. How are you tonight?
1: Thank you. I'm doing fine. Thanks. Good
0: to see you. It's good to see you because you're one of my favorites out there. Um, she, I'm telling y'all guys, she just, she just, you know, you're, you're, you're meeting these people. So there's 12 people coming in from, well, they they get to meet the illustrators too, but there's 12 people coming in from God knows where all around the country, all around the world for that matter these days. I know since I've been one of them, they get a lot of international people. So they're coming in. So they have to meld with these personalities. They they have to know how to deal with them, and they have to know how to deal with excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I have not seen one judge personally. I would have probably got snappy with some of these people. I have not seen one judge even get cross, which is freaking amazes me. I'm not even going to lie, because you know I do a lot of lecturing myself, and and I get a lot of times I get asked, I get asked the same question like five thousand times. And after a while, I'm kind of like, uh, why don't you go listen to one of my archives? Because <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm like, and I don't want to be mean. I just, you know, why don't you go? I got, because really, I, I've literally got these days close to 10,000 hours or 15,000 hours of archives on my own. So, I mean, guys, y'all can go listen. I'm sorry, 15,000 archives, it's about 33,000 hours. So, y'all can go listen to your heart's content. Uh, and the station itself currently is carrying. 140,000, uh, archives and, uh, ranging from one hour to three hours. So God knows it's got to be close to 300,000 hours because we cheat. We do more than, see so is a hundred what, 68 hours a week, 169. Um, we cheat, we have shows that overlap and we have shows that are being produced in the week. So we produce anywhere from 200 to 300 hours a week, even though we're, you know, and then sometimes like tonight, You have a choice between actually tonight you have three choices you have what is playing on the network's home station you have uh jody and i and then you have um right now the foot the foot under the bed is on so so you got multiple choices on the network i know of course we're the one to pick i'm just telling you ahead of time (laughs) them other people are nice and all but they ain't got nothing on us and if you want to learn anything you definitely want to be here shh don't get me in trouble y'all people always want to try to get me in trouble i will say bob on you don't mess with me people he's <laughs> uh so um i know i know you did a lot of stuff with ann mccaffrey and i want to talk about that in a little bit but mm-hmm. was what was the single thing i hate to say single things that might not have been but what was it that you when you were young you said when you were a baby a pup you said you know i want to be an author or i i think i can write because, man, I, I do not think I can write. <laughs> so, uh, I, you know, I'm really curious. I, I ask every author this because I'm curious to what it is. Was it because you, you were at home? Was it TV? Was it just what was it that set you down this journey that seems like a fabulous journey for you?
1: I just started telling stories. I had three little brothers and I told them stories. I told my cousins stories uh, when I went away to sleepaway camp. I would tell the other campers stories after lights out. We didn't have televisions or radio or anything mm, else.
0: I remember those days.
1: Kind of, kind of me. And I didn't say, I'm going to be an author. I just started telling stories because I had these ideas. And I made books out of my father's office paper, which I fervently hope do not exist anymore. <laughs> because I, I, I shudder to think what, uh, don't remember the contents exactly. So probably just as well that they're lost to me. Panels of
0: time. It might be worse than money these days, girl. You know how weird people are these days.
1: The the funny thing is that when I was little, I did not connect actual people to having written books. Books just existed. I never thought, well, the Laura Lee Hope, who wrote the Bobsy Twins books, was an actual person. I don't know. Uh it, it never occurred to me. Louisa May Alcott, all of the people that I was reading, Mark Twain. But then I learned that Mark Twain was in fact a real person, and Louisa May Alcott was in fact a real person. Still, it took a little while before I was connecting the idea with maybe I could do this. And I I told stories. My my best friend always said that she could reach in the back seat of my car and pick up something that she could read because I would I would write. Strangely enough, I was writing on graph paper. Don't ask me why. And when I filled the notebook, I tossed it in the back seat of my Volkswagen and she would reach for it and start going through it and say, hey, I like this. Uh, is there any more of it? Well, I'm working on something else right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, you know, any kind of paper is a good thing. I know when I was a kid, I, I'd go in my dad's office and mm-hmm. uh, we had, he had those legal, those, you know, the legal paper, the, the long right. ones. And I was constantly drawing battles on it and just mm-hmm. wasted it. I'm surprised he just didn't whoop me into next year, <laughs> to be honest. But you know, it was it was the paper at hand at the time. Yeah. It was what was there. Sure. And it was sorry, but I was sending somebody a link they wanted to come see oh. us. And I also,
1: um, I also liked reporter notebooks, the long, skinny ones. Yeah. Yeah, those were nice to sort of tuck in the flap of my purse.
0: Yeah. There's a friend of mine tried to teach me shorthand on one of those. I was like, Mike, like, why are you doing this? I don't want to learn shorthand. He said, you need to know shorthand because you like to shorthand all the time. I said, no, I like to do Jojo ease, which is different than shorthand. <laughs> it's just, So all my friends, especially even John's had to learn it now because uh, my brain works, unfortunately <clears throat> for me, my brain works much faster than my fingers do. And uh, so I will leave out sections, you know, like two words. Sometimes I've been known to leave out a whole paragraph from time to time, um, but I'm bad about it. So over the years, anybody who knows me actually just knows. They just fill in the blanks now. Uh, they're like, and if there's not something they don't understand, they write back, what the was that? <laughs> but, hey, I mean, it's, it's one of those things. because, I, 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 And I'm actually a pretty damn good typist. It's just my brain, for some reason, I'll be going along going along. That's why when I started writing this story, I, had, I made myself go back. Like every 10 or 15 lines, I'd go back and read through them. And go back and read through them. Now it's not as bad. I noticed it's got a lot better. But I was leaving stuff out. Because it's in my head. I'm thinking it's on the paper. Well, no, it wasn't actually on the paper. It was still in my head. Oh, I don't know. What's that, Carly? Um, Who's her favorite author? I would hope it'd be her. But she's been around some pretty serious authors. So uh, who is your favorite? I think I know, but I'm not going to I have several. Yes. Yes.
1: I I love Anne, of course. Anne Anne McCaffrey. That's fine. Terry Pratchett, one of the absolute greats of our time. Mark Twain, uh, no. Rex Stout, who wrote the Nero Wolf books. I no. loved his style. I loved his characters. I love the way he his narration works. And so many others that I've discovered over the years that it's it's hard to say where where a single favorite is.
0: Uh, Dorothy L. Can, L. I can understand that. I mean, I um, you know, it was weird. Oh, you brought up Mark Twain, it was weird when I was a kid. I remember reading one story and I didn't, I didn't know who it was i had no idea i, I mean i was, I was probably eight, nine or ten at the time maybe 12 and i read it and i was like ah, that's pretty good but then i just went on with life and then i remember i was in private schools and i think it was we had to do a book report a week so we either read a book or listen to they didn't have an audio clip to listen in the class or we'd read everybody take a book home or sometimes everybody would take a turn reading the book in the class which was okay for some of us but <laughs> it took me a little while to get my reading skills under control, but they, it was really interesting. And then all of a sudden, we were doing this. Story. I was like, "Damn, I remember this," which which helped me out on the prayer. And then I remember she then she told me who it was. So then I actually went looking for the works, you know, because I, I was thinking, well, it can't just be one work. I mean, this guy was pretty damn famous. It's got to be more than one. So, but I was, I want to say, I was. 16 then by the time i really understood who he was and my problem is is a lot of times yeah like you're naming off artists so somebody will send me a book or send me an audio right now i'm listening to mission earth for john but um they'll send me something like that and i'll listen to it and it's great but if they don't tell me who it is a lot of times it slips from my head so i'll I'll remember the, the story i'll even remember i'll even remember the title sometimes but for some reason, it's the authors. I guess it's just because I'm bad with names in general. Um, I can, I'll remember a face. I see a face, I'll remember it till the day I die. You give me somebody's name, I have to see it. I don't know, fifty times, a hundred times. <laughs> so yours was easy, uh, but I also seen yours quite a lot when we, when we, when we we're out in LA. Mm-hmm. But for some people, they'll tell me their name. They're like, "Joe," I just told you my name the other day. I'm, saying, I'm sorry, I am just. Just didn't stay. So you don't think we're important? I said, no, it's not that. I said my brain, for some reason, just doesn't do names.
1: You might be uh, just be a visual learner that you retain things you see.
0: It's probably true. Too. I remember a teacher telling me one of that because, uh, and I do like to to watch a lot of stuff. What's that, Carly? Um, no, you you have to win. I'm sorry. You can't. You can't be invited. Well, you can be, but you can't be. What I mean by that is you got to be somebody. How's that? I have nothing to do with any of that yeah no. mm-hmm. you mean if you want to be if you want to be invited to the gala and you're not a winner and you're not a judge and you're not one of the family members then yes you have to be you know somebody usually it's movie stars or something like that but uh who me? I'm there for press now I'm there I'm friendly press that's what I'm there for yes
1: oh well, we got a space force general too
0: yes yes oh i think we actually had two didn't we they had a two and a three uh wait maybe i'm getting confused with something else but anyway yeah cause i remember um john and emily telling me they were space cadets y'all know that was really hard for me not to make jokes about that right <laughs> i'm just saying
1: he's a really nice man though he he's yes, he was a good job
0: yeah we talked for um, john introduced me to him at the gala actually mm-hmm. we talked for a little while and then we talked after and i caught him saturday and we talked for a while and um he had an interest in one of the other subjects that I have an interest in. And uh so he was he was we talked about it for a while. He was just fishing, that's all he was doing, hoping he would find something. I was doing the same things. So not gonna hate. No, they've had some really good and what we had, we had Dan Farr last year from uh FanX and um, uh what's his name? What's the um oh the the guy who does the voices? Why can't I ever remember yes, his name? Everyone. Yeah, He does matter of fact, the one I'm listening to it right now, Mission Earth, he's the, the protagonist in it, uh Salt and Grease. That's that's who's doing it. He does a really good job with it. this guy he's really
1: just really good.
0: Yes. He makes this guy cheesy and this guy is just too I, I don't even y'all gonna have to wait till the, you can either get the book or read it or wait till it comes out in audio or in a movie. But I mean this guy is beyond cheesy, is all I can tell y'all. It's it's a it's a fun story now that we it's been moving. It started a little slow, but now we're in uh book four. And it's it's a fun story, yeah. No, it's all in audio, but you can't get the audio yet. Eh, sorry. John just hooked me up with it so I could listen to it. He's just looking for feedback here. Yeah. No, it's a fun story. Yeah. It's fun. Well mm-hmm. Jody to Jody Jody's busy woman, man. They keep her hopping all the time. Oh, you want to know she's Oh wait. Oh hold on one question at a time. Damn. All right, stop. So what do you so what do you want to know first? Has she released any books lately? And what what is your Okay, what is your favorite story of your work? Sorry, I couldn't get that out for some reason. It was oh, I was getting tongue-tied.
1: I love all my children equally.
0: <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that was good. I like that answer. Well, that's good, guys. You see, um, I have a lot. Of
1: fun. I have a lot of fun writing. If you say, "Hey, what about this?" one? I'll say, "Oh yeah," and and here's the details of why I love this, but. Then we can go on to the next one, and I'll say the same thing about that with a different explanation. I wouldn't write it if I didn't like it.
0: So. Well, that's that's well, that's a good way of saying it.
1: Mm-hmm. It's uh,
0: because you know, I, I want I to talk a lot of people. A lot of people write for different reasons, but and uh, I was just talking to somebody just recently. They were telling me they were they write to to eliminate stress. I said, well, that's interesting. And I said I, I would think it, it might stress you, but I guess in their case it doesn't. No, me, Clara? No, 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 no I can't. I, I, I'm playing around with this book. And in maybe two years, it might actually be something. No, I can't submit it to Writers of the Future. It's too big. 17,000 words. Yeah, that's it, guys.
1: That's that's a big piece of real estate, 17,000 words. And people have sent me a lot of things that were that long. Some of them have won.
0: Well, I would, you know, that's got to slow judges down because that's a lot more reading than 7,000 words or 9,000 words. But well, we taught, well... Um, mark so you can go a lot of the winners i've already interviewed the ones i have and john goodwin has on uh, writers of the future podcast so you can go listen and hear the different links of books uh, the different ways they came about them uh like the 24-hour story which we'll talk about in a little while uh the way people come about these and what's interesting about the one i just mentioned some of those have actually got sold so uh that's strange in itself. But we're gonna get there, guys. One little thing at a time. We only got 34 hours so one little thing at a time. No. What do you mean, favorite male author? Now now you're getting all discriminatory and stuff. What, I mean, what do you mean, favorite male author? I have no idea. You got a favorite male author? She likes him. She just likes authors. I y'all
1: like authors. Yes. Like y'all
0: can't y'all can't be asking questions like that. Find a better question than that. Uh <laughs> I don't care, oh, Jesus. I'm gonna start turning this chat room the other way around on the other computer, so I can only see it half the time. Uh, it is. I uh, know you have to win. That's the only way you're gonna. You're not unless she's outside and book somewhere. Uh, you're only gonna to get to meet her if you're if you're there. If you if you win, you gotta win. And no, I. You know, people. Somebody asked me that the other day. Can I tell you where you where we are so you can book a hotel? They don't never tell me. Nope. I don't never know where the Vince being held. You know when I find out what events me in hell when Jody sends me my tickets and I arrive at the airport. That's when I find that. I mean, when Jody, I'm sorry. That's that's the way it works. Well, because we, they don't want no leaks. They don't want a bunch of crazies hanging out there. I, I can't blame them. I wouldn't want them either. Well, over the years, I mean, there's a lot of people interested in this. Yes, there is. Oh, sorry, guys. I'm throwing stuff on the floor now. Like I ain't got nothing better to do. Um, so I was going to ask you this in the beginning, and I forgot. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, I know you've done a couple of these courses or classes, I should say. And I, was there are they always with Tim, or do you do them with somebody else?
1: No, only, uh, it, it was right. it's always been Tim. As a matter of fact, I think since early in the contest, maybe even yeah. since the beginning.
0: Yes. Well, y'all so, got good chemistry. That's why I was asking.
1: We we've been friends for a long time, and it just seems that we clicked. So we're we're the we're the Tim and Jody show and I enjoy doing that a lot.
0: Yes, well, yeah, you know, I enjoy watching it everybody, so.
1: Oh, everybody has no we don't always agree. We put our we put our uh answers forward so that the people who are there, the the winners and the the guests they can hear both sides of a of a question and they can make their own decision. You know, uh, he he has different experiences than I do and and that that's fair they ought to know that there are plenty of perspectives in publishing and they can have a lot of opportunities so not not every question has one single right answer
0: mm, i agree with that well i mean i've watched it on there a couple of times so I've, I've i actually first off i actually enjoy watching it, and so does the, the class i noticed you know because y'all have a good chemistry you're young mm-hmm. actually they move around a lot too uh well um Tim Powers, he wrote uh, "Stranger Tides." Yes, yes Stranger uh, yeah. Tides.
1: he wrote uh, "The Drawing of the Dark." He wrote "The Anubis Gates." He has that's many, true. many books out there. Yeah,
0: so there you go. So that—that's well. I know somebody just asked how you can find him. That's how you can find him. No, we're not going to get into all that. If we have him on, y'all can ask him that question. How's that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would nip that right in the butt before we get started. Oh man, no, they have a great chemistry. They really do, and they—they they have a class that runs good. Uh, it's a lot of fun to, to watch them. And my favorite thing is, I know I'm not supposed to talk about this, but my favorite thing is, is when they make them do this 24-hour story. So tell them, tell them a little bit about this. I know y'all give them something, but to explain to the audience how this works. Because this, this is good, guys. I get a we lot have, of good video on this.
1: A, we have a, a seminar, and Tim and I teach that. We talk about the business of writing. We talk about technique. We talk about a focus. There, there are lots of parts that go into it. And then when they're, they're we've, we've primed them to try and be ready, we say, we're going to let you go at this time. And you have 24 hours to write a short story. And then you, then you will come back 24 hours from the moment we release you. And you will have had to turn it in online so that it can be printed out for us. And some people are done very quickly. And other people are up for the whole 24 hours, fretting and erasing and going back. And some of the stories are are short-ish, uh, 2,500 words maybe. I think that's the shortest we've had. But this year, one of the ladies produced a story that was 8,000 words Damn. in 24 hours. It was that's amazing. that's
0: right. That that's yeah. serious.
1: I was I was very impressed. But she yeah, is. That's she focuses amazingly. So everybody is different. Everybody has time to go over their stories. Um, sometimes they check in with each other. we pair them off at the beginning of the class so that they have someone specific that they can talk to so no one feels left out. So we we twin them. I have a button bag just like I'm Project Runway and you when you find the person who has your matching button you twin up with them and it's somebody that you can talk to, somebody that you can bounce ideas off of. A couple of the people I think are still friends from a, a result of having been paired off. So. Yeah, I, there's definitely I, some. We d- I didn't come up with twinning them. I, I came up with the button bag or rather I adapted the button bag and they get a, they get a prompt. Tim has a bag full of strange objects, which I have added to since the couple of years <laughs> that I've been working with him. And we give them each one. And one year he said that Dave Farland, my uh, predecessor, Gave somebody an ice cube. Oh, he, shit. Said, he said, "Study it fast because it won't be any later." And more mm-hmm. either incorporated into the story or be inspired by it. So there's been some very clever uses of it.
0: It's, uh, I know, it's. I, I, well, I like watching y'all do it. And it's a, uh, guys, I'm telling you, we will be sitting. Um, usually that on that particular day, a lot of times I'll be with one of the illustrators, and we'll be sitting at the bar, you know, having a drink. Well, when we're at the Roosevelt. It's uh, the way the, the the it's set up that the lobby set up. It's really easy to watch them. And I remember Tim grabbed me one day. He said, "Right after y'all did this, he said, man, go get some good pictures.'" And I did. I got some really good ones because you'd see people's faces like you know, like they're about to pop off, and then some of them were so relaxed. And it's 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 so great to watch them. Um, and then you know, some of them are definitely pulling their hair out. If y'all are interested in these stories. When we have an author on, when we, have, when we have a winner on, we actually always ask them how did their twenty-four hour experience go, and you'll be amazed at what some of them say. <laughs> I know one guy said, "Man, I wrote three thousand words, got up in the morning, just tore it, threw it in trash, and started over." And I was like, "You're kidding me, right?" He said, nope. no, "I only had like, yeah, yeah." yeah. I was like, and he said, "I only had a couple of hours left," and I was like, "I was like, wow, damn, man." But, you know, like other people told me that. And then some people said they were writing and wake up at night and write some more, go to sleep, wake up. <laughs> I was thinking, oh Lord have mercy. But they take this serious. I got to say so far, and I can't, you know, say all of them, but most of the authors I met took this pretty serious. Um, they weren't, you know, they weren't acting like they weren't joking around. They were here to learn something, which I was really surprised because, you know, after all, you did win something. You are going to a gala. You know, I was just surprised how serious most of them took uh, meeting all the judges, which was great, by the way. It's uh, who it's you talking to?
1: to a lifetime. If they don't take it seriously, they are wasting a great opportunity.
0: They are because it's just a, so much information there. Uh, Randy, they um, who was that we were talking to that night? It was uh, Dean Wesley Smith. We got into what's an S court, what's a corporate. Well, he does all of his own stuff, so mm-hmm. it was the first year I went. And I was talking to these three guys and they were bugging the hell out of me. I said, well, you know what? I'm not an author, but he is. So I grabbed like six of them, 14, didn't even know it was coming. (laughs) And we just went over there. And then for the next two to three hours, now this was at a barbecue. And he took his time and and we walked through it and Mm -hmm. explained what it was. And this is, see, this is education. You're not going to get anywhere people unless you're going to school. Because, you know, yeah, you can write it, but you still got to get it published. And you still got to know if you're getting ripped off when you're getting it published. And there's a lot of other stuff that goes into it besides that. And and he was the guy who really knew about a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, all the judges have a niche, and, and they're all really good. I haven't met any I haven't liked yet. So, uh, who are you talking about? You're talking about Larry Nevin. No, I was his chaperone. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> anyway, I was his chaperone. We'll just look. The first time I met Larry, he looked at me like I was a plague. I scared him. He's like, who is this guy following me around <laughs> And then the next two years um, I got to actually talk to him. Yeah. Um, he was out there by himself. So they just put me as his chaperone at, at the gay letter to everyone. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a great guy. Yes. He's a sweet guy. He he, he, he's got tons great. of stories. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yes. Oh, I okay. What,
1: you know, you ask him, say, what are you working on now? And then suddenly you have the whole thesis.
0: <laughs> yes, I know. And uh, you got to watch what you ask I got to be honest. Um, Oh, okay. No, I'll ask her. Calm down, people. Calm down. So, Ronnie wrote in, wants to know what's your favorite genre of the in. What, what is it that you feel most comfortable writing in? And, yeah. uh, we see that's a good thing right off the bat. Um, what do you mean, Carl? Well, no, you mean for the awards, you can write sci fi, fantasy, steampunk. Just, this. You can go to the site. I mean, I don't know all of it, but you can go to uh, writersoffuture.com and, and they have all the stuff there. You can mm-hmm. even take the course. Yeah, there's a free writers course there. Yes, yes, I'm serious. There is,
1: and I yeah. added a video this year uh, in April about writing humor, so you can, you can watch me uh, talking to the camera about it in the yeah. uh, workshop that's available online.
0: See, there you go. You can go check that out.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, no,
0: when you when you're watching when you're watching Doty when she's working with Tim, there's there's a good bit of humor in there. Oh yeah, they they just have good chemistry. Even when they're not agreeing, they still have good chemistry. Well, because they're not—they're not disagreeing. Like I'm going to chop your head off or anything. It's they—they uh, they just like no, I'm right. <laughs> That's just how it is. Uh, no, they're great to watch. Um, what's that, Carl? Well, you can write you humor in anything. So he was just asking about writing, like like writing humor in sci-fi or fantasy and stuff like that. But there's no limitations, right? You can write it in anything.
1: I do write humorous science fiction. I do write humorous fantasy. I also write straightforward. I write epic fantasy and straight science fiction. I wrote a couple of young adult science fiction books with a rocket, an actual rocket scientist. uh, There you go. So I'm I'm all over the place, but I love writing humor. So uh, I have humorous space opera, humorous military science fiction, humorous contemporary fantasy, and
0: myth adventures. Well, to me, nothing not, – you know, I've always had this thing about it's not good sci-fi or good fantasy if there's not some humor in it. Because, you know, in the end, I've been in some hairy, scary situations. Mm-hmm. And uh, and somewhere in there, I'll have to crack a joke. I, I might be getting my head lopped off in the next five minutes, but still somewhere in there. And it just feels like that's how the real world is. I mean, you know, you're out there, you're doing this, you're writing this, and you just – well, he's an idiot. we got to toss this in there because this, this is definitely going somewhere, <laughs>
1: You need uh, some breakers anyway. You can't have all drama or all tragedy because people will go out of their minds. They'll just put the book down and say, I can't go any farther with this. There are usually funny moments or or icebreakers in any serious story.
0: Uh, Carly, no, that's the problem I had with the new, um, oh, hell, it's not even that new now. It's uh, Battlestar Galactica. Yes, it was just too much drama and nothing else. It was, don't get me wrong, I thought the characters were great. It was just, just, I needed some, just some stupidity in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's just me. Okay. Before y'all write to anybody, it's just me personally, but. Oh no, I know a lot of people who loved it. Yeah. And it wasn't bad. It's just, I needed, you know, Starbuck needed crack a joke every once in a while. I mean, it was Starbuck after all. I mean, there should have been a joke in there somewhere. I mean, just one or two good ones. Um, I'm sorry. Hey, Stoney, how you doing? I didn't see you coming the chat. Um. Well, I don't know, um, Denise. Denise, where are you from? Oh, New York okay. I've been. I, I have been. I have been asking people where they were from tonight. Um, she was just asking if you have a per, a preference between sci-fi or or fantasy or anything like that, or sci-fi fantasy. And, well, you can write sci-fi and fantasy together, Goofies. Well, I can. <laughs> you
1: know, look, I talked with Lynn Abbey, who is a great writer in our field. And she she writes mostly fantasy, and she said that the moment you introduce something impossible, it's no longer science fiction, then it becomes mm-hmm. fantasy. And I, I have I, I kind of stand by that. If you're going to introduce, say, ghosts uh, or something for which you cannot provide even a, a make-believe scientific explanation. So I like I like both. I' have chosen this year so far nine and we're going to talk about that in a minute uh stories that are going to be this year's winner for the volume 40 that's coming up and there's both science fiction and fantasy in it and i i stand by my choices i think that they're pretty good stories some of them are fantasy some are science fiction one of them is a a dark fantasy light horror Mm. and they're it's a tremendous variety and they are all very good
0: yes uh, be, before we get into the stories guys there's a couple of things one they they have fairly strict rules on how you can turn in a story no blood no guts no sex no effing you know just i always tell people think of pg-13 is what i always tell people yes yeah and um young readers um, yes and i have to tell y'all so i've read now about about 10 volumes and um I've enjoyed the stories. So I got hooked on them when, uh, John had sent me one before I was coming out, actually he sent me two before I was coming out the first time. Then I read them and then I read them again on the plane. And uh, I was like, man, I, I, they were good stories. And then, uh, the year before last, I'm coming in, I'm reading this story. One of these stories I got hooked on. So this, I mean this to me, I'm, cause you know, I'm thinking this is somebody, this is a nobody writing this story. As far as anybody knows, these are nobodies. I, I hate to say it that way, but they are. And, um, the story's fun. It's enjoyable. It was thrilling. And yet, there weren't even no explosions. I, 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 I didn't know what to do with myself. I'm serious. I didn't know what to do with myself. Now, this one, book 39, which you can see right behind me in the bundle, it's, uh, it is actually on audio. So if you don't have the time to read, see, I've been, I, that's why I listen in my car, because I got an hour drive back and forth to work every day. So I just pop a story in and listen. And uh, that's why I've been listening to Mission Earth it's um no i still got at least two weeks left on missionary it's a long long thing it's a it takes an effort to do this one but these are all good just as a matter of fact if you want these are from book 30 to book 39 it comes in this really pretty case and they lowered the price because it's on the network by uh 60 bucks i think it's a hundred and a quarter and uh you can take it well no that's cheap for 10 bucks they sell them for more than that on the site oh yeah Mm-hmm considered a gift from the network um oh no i would well we're talking but maybe later on we'll, we'll turn around just before jody leaves maybe we'll turn around but so how you know let me ask you this before we even start talking about these stories so i did this yesterday i was messing with uh Kent or somebody i said i bet you there's more female illustrators than there are males did she and see i was right <laughs> so i'm curious about authors because most of the time there seems to be more male authors and females and i'm just curious is that how it is this year are we close
1: i'd have to think about that i
0: is,
1: no I, I think that there were nearly as many males as females okay
0: so that's a good that's a good turnaround
1: yeah uh-huh. uh, stun, stunningly clever intelligent funny motivated
0: oh i can't wait to read these Oh, oh no. they are. They're tremendous. Yeah. No, I won't get to see him for a while yet, guys. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Jody gets to see him now because she's, you know, she's the boss. But I don't. Uh, I don't. I. I will see them when the book is actually printed out. Yeah, I'll get a copy before I come into L.A. Yeah, mm-hmm. they'll send it to me to read. Yes. Oh, yeah. uh, yes. And uh, oh no, I, I enjoy it. I mean, so far, so these these ten I've read, and actually I've read more than ten because I've read a couple. Uh, 4 or 5 that were in the middle of the 20s I think it was like 23, 25, 26 I read those as well Well I wanted to make sure these weren't a fluke No I'm serious That's what I do guys, I'm an immediate I wanted to make sure these weren't a fluke mm-hmm. The stories were still good, they were great Matter of fact they just had a winner on just recently I think it was in book 26 or 20, 26 or 25 And um, it's just They read just as well The, the humor is just as good The stories are good um, I mean everybody keeps talking about Death and Attacks Man from last year, which was a great story. I'm I'm not I'm not hating on it or nothing. I enjoyed it. It was good artwork with it. I, I found some other stories in there I liked just as well though. And but you know what? Jody's good. I can never pick so four years I've tried to pick the winners of the odds. Is any, not even close. <laughs> not even close. Um I don't know. And I and I thought, you know, like last year I seen the artwork, I said, This is gonna win for sure. This is the best artwork on the table. And I was reading the stories and I said, Oh man, by far this one's gonna win. Neither one even got close. <laughs> just, it's just that's one of those things, guys. So I mean, you so say you got them in, so we're now we're done, we're done for this year. We're starting on book forty one for next year. And uh, well not quite, well, you know what not I meant, but
1: or for your writers out there, we have two days for you Uh oh. Last quarter of number of volume forty.
0: Oh, that's I right, There's twelve. That's more right.
1: More illustrations. The submission window is still open until midnight on uh, well, one minute to midnight on September thirtieth, and I hope people will send stories and illustrations in.
0: Oh God, get the out there! Window. Yeah, see y'all met the judge now. Put hey, I, I seen you on TV tonight, Miss Jody. Great, <laughs> <Please. laughs> I ain't gonna help you, but <laughs> you can okay, try. Please you can try uh, no somebody asked me that on a show a couple weeks ago they said joe can, can i send you something can you can give it to them and you got it there's nothing i can do to help you win guys that's nothing i can Just do
1: send it in. If it's good it will stand
0: yes and what's even better about this is though they actually help you all so this surprised me more than anything when i first found out about these guys so you know i, I said okay they get a win attempt oh you didn't win nothing uh, on your way. And, but then I got to talking with Joni one night and Joni is like number three over there. I think, I, I don't know. So anyway, but she's, she's not another whirlwind. She's like, do this one. Matter of fact, all of them are whirlwinds. We might as well just say that outright. And, uh, we got to talk and, and I realized that it wasn't quite what I thought it was. And she said, Oh no, no, we give feedback. She said, sometimes we'll do an honorable mention, but sometimes, you know, when of the judges will right back and say, maybe if you do this or, or keep plugging away or stuff like that. And I said, you know, I've, I've I've interviewed a lot of these contests in the, over the years. That's why I was so skeptical about this one. And they don't do that. They're just like, well, you didn't win. Too bad. Adios, amigos. Don't let the dust hit you in the butt, you know, and stuff like that. But that's not what they do here. So I was, I was surprised. And the fact that she'll even call you sometimes outright instead of just sending you an impersonal letter is something else that's a little different. Um, if if you win or you get in the contest, then you'll get to meet Joni. Yes, not Jody, Joni. Yeah, I know it gets a little confused. So, is the
1: coordinator for the contest?
0: Yes, she's the evil one. No, she's very sweet. That's another one. I have no idea how she does what she does. No, uh, uh-uh. all these people, none of them, I have no idea. It's like watching. It's like watching Jody and Tim. <clears throat> they go. I mean, they're going. And last year was tough because there were longer days last year. Yeah, uh, they worked a the living hell out of y'all last year, and they, they, uh, they did. John, John didn't tell you I got on his butt about. So, <laughs> John, what are you doing? No, I because I couldn't get any interviews in. Because I started feeling guilty, because everybody was just so busy. And you know, it's eleven o'clock at night. I didn't want to drag people in the hotel eleven to one and more. I know they got another busy schedule the next day. I did manage to still to get in eight or nine interviews, but not what I like I would usually do. And I was like, well. Because I did. I felt guilty. I mean, the first night we did four, and we didn't wrap up till almost 2.30, almost 3 o'clock in the morning. Well, you know, I know these guys are getting up at six or seven, and poom, going all day long. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to be the reason why their brains wasn't functioning. What's yeah. that, Harold? Yeah, she just said you got two days. Not quite two days, but yeah. But you got a story laying around? Send it in. All I can tell you.
1: Send it. Send it. If, if, it's, if it's finished and you're happy with it, send it.
0: Go go to WritersFuture.com, check out it, make sure it's inside the rules. But yeah, send it. Well, I know I've seen what you wrote for, so I know you're writing like PG 13, so I don't have to worry about it. you're not gonna send nothing nasty. Even,
1: but mm-hmm. if you have any F bombs in it, take them out.
0: Yes. No, no cursing people. Well, n- no real cursing, like you Yeah, you know how like they do on TV, sometimes they'll say frack it or something. No, you can't you can't just read rules and you know what I'm talking about. You don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, if you want to get this, um, um, oh, um, damn. <laughs> My, see, I hate getting old. My brain does not work like it used to. It's uh, galaxypress.com. Uh, right the .com is where you submit. Galaxy Press is where you go get something from. Yes. Mm-hmm. If not, you can go over to the UPR Insight, We have a link right to it. You can pop it and get it. Yes, tell when you if you buy something, listen, listen, y'all. If y'all buy this book at any time in the near future, right on there, we love you, Maliva. So, <laughs> like guys, be, go ahead. Anyway, she's just somebody over there that works. She's another hard worker, we know. Yes, there's nobody over there that not work hard. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Um, and see, I'm over there, and if I stand still for five seconds, somebody finds me something to do, man, I'm like, damn. You can't even, I'm not kidding you. What's that? So, no, she said we got nine. So we got nine now, right? We got them all lined up. They're ready to go. I have nine winners. And this quarter,
1: uh, quarter four will furnish me with the last three to go into the book. So this is your chance.
0: Yes. Uh, Y'all better get in. Oh no, I don't think she can tell y'all the names right now.
1: I can't um, tell you anything about them. Yeah,
0: no, I, I, I it's it doesn't work that way.
1: Winners t- who have submitted stories and won know who they are.
0: Yes, they do, but y'all do Well, no, because it's no, because y'all don't need to know yet. It's not any fun if you do it like that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm into the all oh, the mystique. It's they do look, so you win, okay? And there's a little mystique to that, and some other stuff. Then they bring you out here. And they whirl you around with these judges, and let me tell you what: these aren't just everyday ordinary judges. Some of these judges are big time. This isn't playtime. It's not like you going and meeting some guy who's got one book and he's sold you know 500, and you know he's you no. Know, this is not what this is. This is way different. Same thing for the illustrators. Oh no, uh, they got great judges for the illustrators too. Uh, so far, I've got to meet quite a few of the judges. Well, there's more than are actually there, so. Uh, but I've got to meet quite a few of them on both sides. And uh, well, so I asked.
1: Can, some of them live in other countries. Some of them are yes. To travel.
0: Yes. And, and some of them have other things you know, running at the same time. Uh, what is that, Denise? Uh, River Jones. I don't know what you're talking about. What, a book called River Jones. So, what, first off, what does it have to do with what we're talking about? I'm confused. Oh, you want to submit a oh no, go ahead. Yeah, right yeah, right. I'm sorry, I not mean what you were saying. Are uh no. See? That's the lady you gotta impress right there. You can got like I said, I ain't got nothing to do with it. Uh what do you mean? Well they are blind, Judge. It's 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 well if Jody wants to explain it to you, she can. I've explained this to y'all a hundred million freaking times. <laughs> okay,
1: here's the deal. What I see, we have a kind of submission window and I receive a story that has a title. And it also has a code number, which is just it's it's inventory number. Yeah, that is all I see. You can be you can be disqualified for putting your contact information on it because we don't want to know who you are until the end. So follow the instructions in the submission window. If that means going into your manuscript and taking out the header that has your name in it, do it. If you have your your name, address, phone number and email address, take it out. We can find you if we want to afterwards. Mm. And all I see is the manuscript. I I read it. I have a, a first reader, Carrie English, who goes through and she assesses it to make sure that it is something that is appropriate to the contest. We don't take essays, we don't take plays, we don't take poetry, just stories. Just like stories. Science fiction and fantasy and light horror, speculative fiction stories. and. I am very open to all sorts of ideas, all sorts of culture, historical, future stories, off-planet, on-planet. Thrill me. Give me give me a wonderful story. Make her smile. Make me smile. Make me understand your world. The first year that I was a judge, one of the winners was a young woman from the Philippines who wrote a story that was involved with Philippine... Uh, mythology. And it was great. And strangely enough, it was in second person, which I normally consider to be kind of a gimmick. You know, you did this and you did that. But she pulled it off. She did it really well. And I don't have a particular prejudice against first or third person. Do it well and, and you'll carry it on. If you're going to write it in past or present tense, be consistent. You know, it's it's as simple as that make sure that we know where we are. Make sure that I understand what your science fiction or fantasy element is. So send me a good story and you may be a winner. That's all I can really tell you. When I'm reading the stories, I'm assessing them for quality. If something something is a, a good enough story, it can receive an honorable mention. If it's a story that has a real spark to it, and I'm just thrilled by it, it could be a silver honorable mention. Both of these are uh, eligible to be resubmitted if if you want to go farther. Uh, then there are semi-finalists, which are nearly nearly finalist quality, but there's something about them that I could not I could not put them forward for a reason. I had one that was phenomenally violent one year. And <clears throat> it was a really, really good story. And normally that would get deep sixed, but it was so, so well written. But the Violence couldn't be taken out of it, so it received a semifinalist. Mm. I don't recommend sending me something violent just to see if you'll get a semifinalist. Normally, you know, they they get pushed.
0: patio's amigos, what it is?
1: Right, it has to be that good in order for me to to jump for it.
0: Oh, we got a past winner in the uh, chat room with us, Preston. Dind- hey, Preston, um, he won back a while back. Um, yeah. Wait, now I'm losing my damn earbuds. Sorry, guys. Preston, you can hear us. What year was it when you won? Oh, I don't know if he's still there. Or not. I'll see him in. I'd have to look it up.
1: Okay.
0: It's um. Hopefully, I you heard him. us.
1: I see him in the chat.
0: Yeah, I just he hasn't answered. So. Okay. Uh, Preston, if 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 you know, let us know. What, I mean, yeah, I know you know, but if, let us know what year you won. He's um. Yeah, he was a. He's a big fan of writers. Oh, 2019.
1: Good. Okay.
0: Yeah, I okay.
1: just
0: he, he had fun, huh? Uh, I, I, he, they need to get him back out there so he can enjoy himself and have some fun. Uh, it's you know it was nice. I mean, the first year when I mean we were just getting through COVID and all, and everybody was still paranoid as all hell. Uh, Carolyn, I'm gonna be honest about this. Uh, I've, I've I shouldn't even say this on the air. I'm kind of with the thing with COVID is I I can't I can't really worry about it because uh, I do a lot of traveling, and uh, if. I'd have to just kind of give up my life if that was the case. So second place, first quarter. All right, go, Preston. Um, I just It's not that I know. It's not that I don't believe or anything. I got my shots and I travel and I've had COVID several times. It's just I can't just stop what I do is what I'm trying to say. I know I got a friend of mine who got his mask. and got everything on. And he won't leave his house. And I'm like, dude, you know, eventually you're going to run out of money, right? <laughs> Sooner or later. Uh, y'all don't even want to know COVID cost me a lot of money. So I'm, we're not going to get into that tonight. We'll leave that for one of the news shows. Um, but it's, it's, it's one of them things we got to deal with. It's part of, you know, life throws stuff at you and you just got to deal with it and go on. So anyway, getting back to what we were talking about, uh, getting out the Writers of the Future was uh that was my first year out with them. And there was two, two groups that year. Uh, Cause they had the year before because of COVID and then the two, the two were together uh, it was big. I mean, you're talking 48 winners. Maybe not quite 48, but there was a lot of winners there. Oh yeah, I did. I got like 30 something interviews in on that. I think
1: there were 37 of them there. Some people yeah. take it, but wow, it was it was huge.
0: It was huge, and um, oh no, the gala event is as good as any gala I've ever seen in Hollywood. Oh no, I've been to other ones out there. It's it's fabulous. No, I'm sorry to say, it. it's, it's as good as any gala event out there. Everybody's decked to the nines. The women look fabulous. The men look good. Everybody's looking great. No, you can go see them there online um, on YouTube. They're actually on our site somewhere, but you can go on YouTube and watch them. Yeah, you can go see Miss Jody up on the podium, looking all like, "Hey, baby, what's up?" It's uh, <laughs> no, no, they, they, they. What do you mean? Oh no, they take it very serious. It's not a game. No, no. And and there's a friend of mine. Her name is Emily. She would whack you over the head if you thought it was a game. I'm just telling you. We're not gonna say who, who give you her last name, but shoo, that's another whirlwind. There's <laughs> uh, a lot of whirlwinds, is all I can tell you. No, it is not all females. There's some guys out there too. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Um, what's that question you got there? Oh, well, we're over on time. Well, we we'll, got well, you gotta, can you stand there 15, 20 minutes? Sure. I can okay. do that. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna well, because we're over time, that's why I asked her. Um, so what's what's that question?
1: What do you want to know? Ask a silly person, get a silly answer.
0: That's that's what I'm waiting to see what this question is, is. This question's evolving. It's all my messenger thing. Let's see. Oh I'll, well, no, I'll ask. I mean, it's, it's a legit question. It's kind of a weird question, but it's legit. So um this lady is uh Carolyn uh, I'm sorry, Lynn Morrison. Where are you from, Lynn? San Francisco. Well, that explains why you're weird. <laughs> she said, if 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 somebody put you in a corner and said you could only write one genre, which one would it be? Me? Ooh, yeah, you. So which one would it be? Ugh.
1: Not I fair think, question. It isn't. Yes. I write, I write both. I write anything. So I have a lot of fun with it.
0: Yes. So you, you can't hold somebody down once they get to writing. It doesn't work that way. Well, yeah, I mean, well, if some demon came in her head or some alien came in her head and said, okay, you can only write sci-fi, that's different. <laughs> no, that's stupid. I'll let you know when
1: the alien lands.
0: Yes, yes. Oh, no, no, we're not going there either. That's politics, people. Even though it's an alien politic, it's still politics. Uh, we ain't going there. Um, who? Who? Oh, no, she. Oh, OK. No, no, no. No, we had talked about this on the last show, but I'll ask her real quick. So when you first met Anne and McCaffrey, and by the way, Denise, you should know that you're not supposed to ask a woman's age. Uh, they were asking, how, when, how old were you when you met her? Approximately. <laughs> Approximately. Uh, let
1: me see. I think Anne was 59. So, yeah, she she was wonderful. She was so nice to me. I, I couldn't get over it. I was so scared to meet her because oh, she was, of course, you know, a goddess, a goddess of literature.
0: Yes. By then she was a legend. I mean, you know. it's, oh, yeah. it's uh...
1: My husband's company had published the Dragon Riders of Pern uh, role-play game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Todd, her son, had interned at the company. And when he came up with this project that would involve Choose Your Own Adventures and – licensing known worlds, Pern was one of them. So he, he approached Anne and she. it took a while for her to say yes, but then she did say yes. So uh, I said, me, 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 me. I want to do it. <laughs> I have a bathroom in gaming. I, have been, I started playing Dungeons and Dragons when I was 19. So uh, I had to introduce Anne to the concept of role play <laughs> gaming at this convention. So I was very nervous. But she was so gracious and so
0: warm. And well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well I, well I mean I've met Todd. Well Todd and I have talked several times and uh he's yeah, so I nuts just, as I've
1: I in Salt Lake City.
0: Did you, yeah, yeah, because he's as nuts as I am. So it's <laughs> all yeah, would love Todd McCaffrey. He's 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 a lot of fun. He's a lot of fun. So um uh what do you mean? I'm not gonna tell you where he lives. I don't besides I don't know where he lives. I know what city he lives in, but that's all I know. And I know he lives with another friend of mine. So, yes. I'm not telling y'all. Oh, what is it with this crowd tonight? Y'all are just getting weird.
1: Preston's asking in the chat, what's what's the ideal length of a story to win? That varies hugely. We have got stories that go all the way to the limit. And one of them, Darcy Stones, uh, went over the limit after it was edited. And we've had short-ish stories in the 4,000 range Um we now actually take flash fiction. So if you have a wonderful, mm. wonderful flash or a really short story, you can do that. But if you're going to the 17,000 word limit, it had better be worth my while.
0: Yes, I'm with you on that. Yeah. That's a lot of reading for her, it has, man.
1: It has to make me so compelled to read. But I suppose the sweet spot for any story, for a single question that needs to be answered, single goal that needs to be achieved, um, six to 9,000 words.
0: That's a reasonable amount of words. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, you mean how long is a novel? How long is a novella? I have no idea. Ask Jody. I don't know. I
1: have, okay. Uh, uh, the, the average adult novel, meaning grown-up, not um, sex-oriented, is about 90,000 words these days. A novella is, well, the Writers of the Future accepts short stories and novellas anywhere from Flash fiction to seventeen thousand words, which is just about the top end of the novella. Then there's novelette, which goes from seventeen thousand words to about forty, and then after that, it's considered a, a novel. So there's four categories, but we only take two of them at the at the contest. Yes. And you have two days.
0: Two <laughs> so days, people submit.
1: It. Big deal. Volume oh. forty. I
0: was getting ready to tell Preston to submit, but I forgot he's already won, so he can't submit. But... He's
1: a winner. He, no, like, that's
0: he's that's... really nice. Yes, yes. Well, Preston's a great guy. I've been on him a long time. He's a really nice guy. It's, um, what was that, Carolyn? You just on the fire tonight with these crazy questions. I mean, did your daddy like kick you in the head or something? Uh, no, because usually you're all so quiet and sweet in the chat tonight. <laughs> it's just like, um, who? Oh, no, 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 no. That's, that's something entirely different. Not the wrong, wrong Jody. You got the wrong Jody. Yes. No, sorry. Uh, okay, let's scroll, 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 scroll
1: say people mistake me for Jody Lee who is an illustrator.
0: And uh, oh that's I had seen yes yes I, I see it Mark. Yeah, I was going to ask earlier because John and I talk about this a lot. Um so I noticed with the illustrators the age tends to be a little bit younger uh, mm-hmm. actually quite a bit younger and so and the- for yeah so for me and this is and Jody's done this far more than I have. So if you if you think it's different go ahead and correct me. It's uh we had put the average of an author that was submitting somewhere in maybe their mid to late thirties um, because of the ones we met, but that's only the ones I've met for the last four years. You've been doing this longer than I have. So that's well, why I was curious. Not
1: that, not that much longer. I, I started in uh, 2016.
0: Oh, okay. But still, that's then, so long enough.
1: Yeah. Uh, our youngest writer winner was 15 years old. Yeah. Yeah when they won and our oldest uh, was this year's grand prize winner. He was 68 and is now 69.
0: 69.
1: So uh, anywhere in between.
0: Yes. It doesn't to yeah, be
1: it... more represented toward adults who are now established in some field because mm-hmm. you have to have the leisure to write. And that That's means true. having a, a job that allows you to do that. Even if that means that you write during your lunch hour or you get up early or after you send the kids to school or after they go to bed. So, Very
0: true. Well, who yeah. was it? was one of the female writers. Uh, I was talking to her, was it last year, year before? And she was talking about putting her kids down and, and sitting down and writing. Or, you know, having the kids over at grandmas and sitting down and writing.
1: Mm-hmm. Well,
0: when you got four kids, guys, it can't be real easy to write. I mean, i got two chihuahuas in his heart. I mean, they constantly want my time. I'm surprised they ain't in here right now going, Daddy, Daddy, you've been on the air a long time. It's time to pick us up, man. What's going on? Uh no, I'm not kidding.
1: circling around me this whole time.
0: Yes. Oh, my little black one. I'm, I, if it was a regular air night, usually about an hour into the show, I, she'll come jump in my lap and then she wants to get on my shoulder. It's funny because she's black and when I'm wearing a black shirt. So one night she's laid up here, she's passed out on my shoulder. We're just talking. And she when she opens her eyes, I would just Bright, bright white against the black. A couple people were like, what the hell? Do you have a deep? What the-? They were just flipping out. I said, people, it's my dog. And I said, <laughs> she was sound asleep because, you know, she just oh, kind of turned her eyes sideways and just cut. Like, and it looked like she was stuck in my shirt. I'm like, no, it's my dog, people. And I mean, when I say she's black, we we still do it. And uh, we, we put uh, glow-in-the-dark shirts on her at night because you can't see the little hussy. I mean, with all the lights out of the house, you can't see her. She is just black, black. Uh, two more questions. Y'all got, y'all got eight more minutes. So what, what do y'all, what do y'all got? Oh, can you send her cake to help with the judges? <laughs> she just told you it was blind judge. Uh, so would you, I guess on the bottom of your story, cake attached, is that what you're talking
1: about? Guess oh. what? I don't really like cake that much. So. Uh, I
0: see you are already in trouble. I would have said the same thing. What, what, what do you mean me? No, you can't afford what I want, so just don't you worry about it. Ice cream? No, I want no people. I want to die. I don't want nothing that looks and looks like sweets. Um. Well, no, I mean you can. You can write whatever you want to write. It just has to be within the parameters of what writers of the future's rules are. The rules and I'm are. Telling. Read them. Yeah, and they are on WritersofFuture.com. This is the woman. Now you've been listening to her talking. You can go back and listen to. We've done a, a longer interview. It's about two and a half hours. You can go back and listen to all the stuff we talked about, and, and we got in some deep conversations about some of the stuff she's done, some of the stuff she's written. If you really want to know about it, that's the interview to listen to. But you no, know, tonight we're just really talking because we want people to know that it's the 40th anniversary for Writers of the Future. Uh, Miss Jody's going to be there. I'll be there, and then um, well, there'll be a bunch of people going to be there. But two days, you can say, I didn't know y'all could still submit. That's yeah. why Carmen wanted to do it last night. Okay, now I, I didn't understand why I was in such a hurry. Um, two days, submit. No, I won 10% of all winnings. Yes, 10%. I'll give Jody 5%. We'll split it. No, just kidding, y'all. Uh, uh, no, if you want to make a donation to the network, feel free. You can go to the UPR Insight and make a network. We always appreciate any appreciate uh, donations. Again, you have no. If you're an illustrator two days, it's the same thing. It, it's the, everything is the same except one's illustration and one's writing. And actually, the authors came first, didn't they? And then the illustrators came a couple of years later, if I remember right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, L. Ron Hubbard set it up as writers of the future, so that it's basically paying back. That's they they use that word so many times. I want to start slapping people when I'm there. Uh, they do. They're serious about it. No, no, no. They're serious about it. You know, you can tell when someone's saying something, and they're just saying it because they're supposed to, and you can tell when they say something that they actually mean. So, if you're talking to a judge or or, or anybody who works, and you hear them talking about paying back, they mean it legitly. They're not, they're not, because uh, they're successful now and they have a better life and they can help you. I'm telling y'all, y'all could listen to Jody for two days and probably step up your writing quite a bit. I, well, I know you can because. <clears throat> I've done later interviews with people like two years from before or a year before, and they'll tell me where they are right now. Several of them are actually doing quite well. Um, I'm surprised. I can't say all of them are, but a lot Our of them judges
1: do... are past writers. past uh, yes. winners. Yes.
0: Yeah. Isn't Dean a past winner? Was he like the first one
1: winner? Uh, yeah. He was, the, he was the first person to step out on the stage as a winner. Uh, Nina Kariki Hoffman is a past winner. Uh, Nettie Okra for, I think. Uh, yes. Sanderson. They they all entered the contest. Eric Flint, who uh, passed away January, I think, he was also a winner, and he it started a new career for him. He, he used to work in the in the trades. He was an engineer.
0: See, yeah, people. Well, that's one of the winners this year. He was uh, he did was something in the Air Force. I think he was an engineer in the Air Force or something, mm-hmm. and uh, he was he's he's a writer now. Actually, writes pretty decent. I, no, don't. When I you hear me say somebody writes decent, you might want to look at it, but you want to see something what like Jody says versus anything I say first. No, trust me on this. I I know, I know. See, now I'm lucky now because when I first started messing with these, I had no idea what any of these terms meant. I was like, what are they talking? It's like speaking Greek, man. Now I'm actually staying with what they're all talking about. Now, but it, it's I'm not a I'm not a legit author I'm just someone on the sideline watching and uh, so I can give you advice but you'd be wasting your time when you have such good people to get advice from well you can write to any of them all of them you can you can get their emails anyway matter of fact you can go on write as and look at all the past and present judges they're all there all of them are there they're and actually
1: all listed on the back of any book
0: yeah oh that and see I didn't even realize that. And you're going to be quite impressed with the list of judges. I could sit here all night and go, yes, Dean, they had uh, Arson Skycard who wrote *Ender's Game, and there's a bunch of other ones besides that. They got the people from Dune there. I mean, we're talking, they got some, some serious sci-fi people, and they got a lot of other people from fantasy and stuff. There's a lot of big writers there. Personally, Dean, Dean Wesley, I have no idea how he does it. The man got more books than I, he, he just, I don't know how he does it. I've asked him a million times. He's just, he oh, just write. <laughs> I hate when he tells me stuff he's like that. He's, he's, he is. He is just like a writing machine. The only other person I've ever met like that is Nick Redfern. He's a. He's a. Um, uh, he writes a lot. Preston writes quite a bit too, though. It's I don't know how they do it. And uh, Nick tells me he writes nine to five. He gets up on Monday nine to five. I, am like I could write when it gets in my head. I can be honest, which I can't even write when I'm at home there's too much stuff going on and then i always get sidetracked start playing with something with the radio station or work or something and, and then my whole flow or whatever i was thinking about goes Pfft. i said i don't know how y'all do it i mean do you have to be somewhere quiet to do it or or can you I, do you see like, that's why i was asking because I, I, I would be throwing stuff at people
1: if you if you talk to kevin anderson he has to have a playlist he's always got music going when he's writing and he talks to a, a tape recorder instead of mostly doing it on the keyboard. Everybody's different. I need quiet. I can compose either on paper or on my keyboard. Some people are still writing longhand. Uh, my friend David Drake still sits and writes things out uh, on a pad and then transcribes it. So whatever works for you, whatever gets the, the words out of your head and onto a page is, is valid.
0: I would write it on paper, but six months from now, I wouldn't know what the hell it said. <laughs> There's no reason to do that. Oh,
1: my handwriting my is terrible, which is funny because I'm a professional calligrapher too. Oh, but <laughs> but I, I learned a long time ago to print really fast.
0: Hmm. So
1: my uh, if I want to be able to read it later, I, I have I can block print yeah. very quickly.
0: Yeah, if I want to read it, I'm going to have to write it in print. And yes, the, I mean, um, Jackie, I did hear... That they're going to stop teaching script in school. They're saying it doesn't exist anymore. There's no need for it anymore. I'm like, what? Uh, I, I haven't. I don't know any schools that's actually done it, but mm-hmm. I did read three or four articles on it. They said that uh, because of computer, the computer age, it's not needed. I actually still use it. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I don't. Granted, I don't use it much as I used to, but I do still use it. And uh, for me, it's kind of like a shorthand when I write in script. It's just, it's just I can go faster. Printing just takes me too long. I mean, there's some things I have to print because of my my Mm -hmm. handwriting, but um, I don't know people. I I think it's a signature
1: going to look like if they don't teach.
0: I know. I I don't. I I I just don't understand why you would get rid of that. I I know. Yes, I agree that we don't use it as much, but I still think it's something that we should have. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I don't want to sign my signature. No, because if you print your signature, then it's anybody can print your damn signature. Yeah, my bank wouldn't go for that anyway. They they. They, they get mad at me because I never sign my signature the same way. They'll call me from time to time. I'll be traveling. Joe, is that you? Are you on the road? Yeah, I'm on the road. They learned their lesson because the very first time they ever did that, they turned my card off. Actually, they turned three cards off. Oh, no. <clears throat> and I went to go get gas, and it went denied. I'm like, excuse me? Because I knew how much money was in there. I was like, mm, wait a minute now. I called them bank, oh, we thought somebody stole it. and Then they tell me, well, we can't turn them back on because they were deactivated. I said, well, I'm in Arizona. You better figure out how you're going to get me some money. I said, because I'm on my way to L.A., and I said, I'm going to need money when I'm there. We need money when I'm coming back. Oh, well, we can get your card shipped to wherever you are. That, that doesn't help me between there and here, though, does it? And uh, so they sent me – they overnighted me. Um, they paid for me a room somewhere, and then they overnighted me a bunch of traveler's checks. And I was like I've "And – I've years <laughs> I was going to say I haven't used a traveler's check since I was in the Navy. Uh, that was the last time I'd use it when he sent me. I'm like, what, what? Took me a minute to even realize what the hell they were. I am like, "What? Well, what are you gonna do?" You know. And and now at least they call me first though. They'll say, "Because uh, uh, we were, my wife and I were having dinner somewhere one night, and um, I got home and I was going to buy something online, and my card got declined." I'm like, "What?" So I go over to the bank, and it's five grand out of my account. Uh, all right, Denise. One question, and we out of here. One question. What is it? Come on. I see you got your hand up. You want to ask a question. Work it out. Work it out. Work it out. Oh, oh well, no, I'll ask her. So she's just asking, uh, did you ever consider writing a book with Todd? You're talking about Todd McCaffrey, right? Is that who you're right. talking about? Yeah, that's okay. I'm just making uh, sure.
1: Uh, the opportunity has not really arisen. And he's he's doing quite a lot on his own. I'm doing quite a lot on my own.
0: Besides, Todd's crazy. Uh, shh, i didn't say that but he is
1: he was at, at uh fanex in salt lake city we were just there last weekend yeah he had a seven or eight book young adult series that he was selling and uh, copies of dragon writer and dragon holder uh so he had, he had quite a number of his own books so good for
0: him yeah yeah well that's good he does he does right i was talking with uh jeffrey we- uh weiner about him not too long ago and because uh, we were doing ai oh i wanted to ask you about that anyway mm. by the way guys before we i ask her this question you cannot submit ai to writers of the future you yep. will be instantly disqualified um i'm sorry but there's no ai and you know if they think it's ai they're going to ask you how the book came about being so t- i'm just i'm just warning you i had i had a time no ai now illustrators. that goes for you too well you're just
1: kidding yourself
0: yeah, you are. You really are. Well, it, it all came about. I don't know. I know Jeffrey talked to me about this about two years ago. The first thing I did was call Jeff Goom, John John Go- and say, John, how y'all dealing with this? Because it's it's cheating.
1: It is cheating. And it's it's appalling because it's actually stealing from other people's work.
0: It is. It AI is. doesn't
1: create anything new, it's scraping from other people's works. Both illustration and literature.
0: So I'm just, I just wanted to, I just wanted to warn you, but anyway, one, one, no, I know you we were going to ask her a question about AI, but we just talked about it. So there's no reason to ask the question. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry. I mean, we just,
1: we've had, a, we've had a few that we've identified. Uh, they're, they're awful. Almost
0: they are. Well, somebody sent me, you know, the reason we brought this up guys is uh, I had Jeff Weiner on show. Y'all go look at this when it's up there. And, uh, he decided he wanted to show me because I, this was the first I had really heard about this. He, I was a baby, he was introducing it to me. So he did uh, uh, um, a comic book on air. So he typed in what he wanted the story about and it wrote the story. But not only did it write the story, it made the little balloons and made the little cartoons. It did everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, this is just, it just hacked me off, is what it did. I'm not going to lie. Um, so I'm reading through it and it, it was, it wasn't. It was half okay. I mean, it's not something you would try to sell somewhere. You might want to try to give it to somebody, but it's not something you'd want to try to sell somewhere. But the fact that it did it and it did it so fast just made me really nervous. Um, I didn't I didn't like it. I didn't like how fast it did the artwork. Um, well, I asked him to make me a banner, a UFO banner for one of the shows. She did it in like eight seconds.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and it did it.
0: The banner's great. I'm not going to lie. It's a great banner, but I can't copyright it.
1: It's not copyrightable The Supreme yes. Court has ruled on that,
0: so you can't copy yeah if you even if you make money you oh no, you can make money on AI you just can't copyright so if somebody comes in and wants to take your story or take your artwork, they can it's nothing you can do about it
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, yeah, well, that's what happens when you cheat. I'm just telling you right up front that's what happened when you cheat um, so y'all got two days, get your to not quite two days we'll say eighteen hour no about twenty something hours y'all got. Uh, put your put your story in. Put your artwork in. No, no, Miss Jody, don't do the art. That's another judge.
1: Nope, that's Echo Chernick, who was a wonderful uh, person. Yes,
0: we're not going to talk about Echo because she is evil. No.
1: <laughs> She'd probably laugh if you said that. No,
0: it, it, Echo and I, we we've we've been we've uh, we've become friends over the last four years. So it's a uh, oh no no I I met her husband uh, Lazarus the year yep. before last. Yep. And uh, so, you know, he's a good guy too. We, we've hung out together. Oh no, Echo's great. She's a good judge. She's fair. She's tough though. She, she's yeah. going to tell you what it is. It's one of the things I like is Jody's the same way. She's going to tell you that, look, you know, it really, what gets me is when I see one of these youngsters and they're not all actually young, but you're going to argue with somebody who's been writing. Well, I don't know. First off, probably 10 or 20 years longer than you have been. And actually, has you know, been around with it working and making money and hanging out with some of the greatest writers around. It, but you're going to think you're better. I, that just irritates me to no end. Well, people, come on. It's like the guy the other day. Somebody wrote to me and asked me if I'd come to a, a thing about being a guest on radio shows. I'm like, really? Yeah, it's a course. And and then we, and they said we'll even teach you how to run your own podcast.
1: Oh. How marvelous!
0: I Do they just thought I and that.
1: suck eggs too.
0: I know, so <laughs> you know. I think stuff. I wrote back, really nice, and said, "Really?" I said, "I said you got my name there, right?" And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah." Well, let let us get you in a course. I said, well, "Why don't you type my name in before you ask me again?" And he comes back. He goes, "Oh shit, you're on a radio station." I said. Mm-hmm. And I said, I've been guesting for 30 years, man. I think I might know just a little bit of it. So then he goes, oh, well, you should come be a guest to help us teach these people. I'm like, I don't do that kind of stuff for free. I'm sorry. That was just too funny. Uh,
1: I- my adopted homeland and I, it's, I know it's the same in New Orleans. Bless
0: their hearts. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, No, Carly, I'm I'm actually in, well, tonight I'm actually in uh, Bay St. I mean, uh, where am I tonight? Past Christian, Mississippi is where I'm at tonight. Uh, But no, I'm usually in the city. Uh, Mm -hmm. I love my city. Yes, it's an insane, crazy place. It's a great place to visit, and I'll tell everybody the same thing. Come down, have fun, don't come alone, and don't wander neighborhoods that you know you shouldn't be wandering in. Yes, down here you can kind of tell where you shouldn't be. Yeah, I'm just telling you ahead of time. And if you do, don't know, ask around. Uh, well, I, I usually, when friends come down, I'll I'll take them out like the first night or two to give them an idea. And then I just let them loose and let them have fun, you know, because they, they want to get out and get in real trouble. So I don't want to be there when they do. <laughs> so I just let them out. No, I just tell them where not to go and, and where to go. And But we always tell you, travel with at least three people. To my minimum, don't go by yourself anywhere. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you're a guy or a girl. Don't don't wander through the side streets of the quarter by yourself. No. Because right off the bat, they're going to know you're a tourist because locals never walk around by themselves. And uh, so right off the bat, they're going to know you're a tourist. You know, No, locals never go by themselves. And usually locals dress a little different. They dress for the French Quarter. So they'll usually be in jeans and a T-shirt, or jeans and a comfortable shirt. Tourists tend to overdress for it. So right off the bat, they know you're a tourist. Be comfortable. There's a lot of walking going on, a lot of sweating going on. Get comfortable. But I will tell you this. at the, um, If you want to watch people write, right in front of the St. Louis Cathedral, right where they do the um, card readings at night, they have people who go sit there and write. They even have people who sit there who will write you a story in like an hour that you can buy from If I mean, if you like it. But yeah, it's, it's, it's different strange
1: Indeed, i like that
0: yes but it's, it's one I have of those been, things i've
1: been in jackson square the artists the dancers yes people and
0: if, if you can get down for the um for the um chefs festival oh my god so they take all the big chefs all the great chefs from probably a 100 restaurants put them in jackson square it's a dollar a taste you can easily spend 100 bucks walking around a lot of times they give you two or three tastes at the same t- i'm telling you people the food is freaking fabulous. By the time you make it around the square, you're like, "God, I gotta sit down. <laughs> I gotta find my car. <laughs> I need to ride back to my car." No, it's a great thing. There's a lot of festivals, and just be careful. Again, Voodoo festivals fun if you want to go hang out in the middle of the night and uh, for the all that stuff. It's all great. Yeah, I'm too old for things like that. People know. Y'all want to go hang out at Voodoo fest for two weeks in the middle of the mud and rain? No, have fun. No, I'm not going. <laughs> It's like going Burning Man in the middle of the rain. I'm not going there either. Yeah. All right. We got to go, guys. Jody, you've been fabulous as always. Anything you want to tell them before we get out of here? No, she can't tell you who the nine people are. I just told y'all. That.
1: I'm, I'm just not going to. But I will say that I am currently reading for the Writers of the Future, volume 40, big 40th anniversary. If you, you have two days left, if you had a story you were working on, now's the time. But – If you miss the deadline, you're submitting for volume 41, first quarter. And I have to say that there's opportunities in being in the first quarter that there aren't in the others because it's wide open. I haven't selected any of the other subgenres. If this is the time that you're going to put in your spaceship story your werewolf story, your vampire story, your elves and fairies in space story, you have a better chance of having that genre picked up than you do in later um months when i might already have chosen one of those but in the meantime please submit I, i'm Come always looking for new voices
0: um yeah submit guys well i'm gonna tell you a little secret i hear they're gonna be some extra stuff at this one this year mm-hmm. yes because it's the 40th anniversary yes i've heard some secrets i can't tell y'all but i've heard some secrets they don't tell me anything. I'm just screwing with you. No, I did hear they give you some extra stuff this year, but they don't tell me anything now. Well, of course, I don't ask, but but they're going to tell me anyway now because they scared I might tell y'all. <laughs> That's why. No, we got to get out of here, people. Uh We have we worked, Miss Jody. She needs to get some rest, and she's still recovering them stupid shots uh, that we all got to get. Um What was it, Denise? I tell everybody the same thing when it comes to the vaccines. If you're comfortable with it, get it. If you're not, don't. I I, I can't tell you anything else. Um, you know, I've got two myself. Uh, my wife's got three, four. Uh, what do you mean the X? Yeah, well, that's what we're talking about. I I don't. know. A lot of people. No, my son actually has got one, but he's young. You know, and no, actually, he's gotten two. I'm sorry, I lied. Uh, most of the people I know has got at least two. I know it's anywhere from two to six shots is, I, I know what's going on, right? It just depends who you are, where you're at and how vulnerable you are and what part of your age group you're in. Yeah. So do what you think is best for you. That's all I can tell you. Cause I'm going to do what I think is best for me. My name is joey's going to do what's best for her. And if you're a winner, be vaccinated before you come out. Cause you know, there's a lot of people, um, well, I've been vaccinated. I still got it. It doesn't matter. But if you vaccinate, you're just not going to get this bad. Um, there's a lot of people, and there's a lot, a lot of people you're going to be messing with. You're going know, to be shaking a lot of hands. Uh, I'm really bad, so I got to watch. You know, I've been hugging everybody up, so well, I don't get to see them. I miss them when I don't get to see them. I miss all of them. I they all like family to me now. Um, But submit tonight. when mm-hmm. Put something really good in something. It's like, oh man, what is? Man? I want to see you next time. I talk to Jenny. I want to see you. I want to go. Oh my God, where this story come from? Uh,
1: you have all day tomorrow, all day the next day. And then you're quarter one.
0: <laughs> yes. And you just heard us talking about some people wrote four or five, 6,000 words in 24 hours. So get out there, do it. What do you mean? Wait, 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 wait. You want to buy a story and submit it. That's not going to work. I guess if they didn't know, but I, I that just, well, that, why would you do that? I mean, have you written anything before? See, I don't understand it. Anyway, y'all have a good night Because that just, I don't know, that just kind of irked me for some reason We gotta go guys Thanks for everyone tuning in tonight Remember, uh, be sure y'all are checking out The Outer Realm with the fabulous Michelle DeRoche And the Emilius Passano You know they are going to town tonight They're always doing an excellent show Yes, Michelle is the boss Yes, she's the manager Mm -hmm. Yes, she's my boss It don't matter I own the station, she's still the boss Oh no, she's the boss. I'm telling anyway, y'all find out if you become part of the station, you'll find out. So don't worry about it. Guys and girls, I want to thank everyone for hanging out with us tonight. Preston, nice seeing you in the chat. Uh Christopher and all y'all, I'm glad to see y'all came by and hung out in the messengers. Uh, even though y'all were a little weird tonight. Um you can look Jody up if you want to email her. And um yeah, she's easy to find. Yeah, she's easy to find. And uh, on that note, we got to go. Thanks for everyone hanging out, tuning in to United Public Radio and the UF. Well, I was going to say UF on the cover and the Joe Mantala show. The name of the show will be changing. I know somebody asked me this earlier. Uh, I don't know. There's a big debate on what it's going to. It's it's only going to be for authors and illustrators. So they're, I don't know. They're trying to find something fancy dancy to name it. I'm not getting involved. With it. I'll be hosting part of it, but I'll be one of the three hosts. Yes. Well, the other two hosts will actually be authors. Yeah, so it'll make it easier on the authors that are coming on. Well, real quick so we can go. Um, it's easier when we have other authors on because they're always going to ask because they're authors. So they're going to always be sure they're asking the authors the same question. they got something in common. No, I'm a host. No, I, I, I'm, um, I'm a radio station owner, general contractor, and radio station host. Yes, that's what I do, I, and I work in a lot of the media. But I am not an author. Even though I'm writing a book, this, this? I can write this whole thing. Even if it turns out good, I still <laughs> won't be an author. There's something to be an author. That's all I can tell you, and it's not me. On well, that note, guys and girls, thanks for tuning in again to United Public Radio and the Joe Teller Show. I hope everyone has a fabulous evening. Be sure to go check out Michelle and Amelia and tell them hi on the Outer Room. And until next week, have some fun and stay out of trouble. And don't vote for idiots.